Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's Miller and Condon here on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial. It's Trent Condon. Ken Miller, we're with you for the next couple of hours, and we appreciate you spending uh, some of that time, at least, with us. Hope you can stay the entire time. Here's what's coming up on the BMW of Des Moines guest list here today. We will, at 10.30, talk to our friend Stephen M. Sipple from the Lincoln Journal Star on Nebraska and Michigan. Feels like a pretty big game for both teams. Michigan unbeaten. Nebraska, they're going to need to pick off a scalp that they won't be favored in a game in order to get to that postseason. Magic number of six. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Northwestern, they crushed them last week. After all, it was Northwestern. So Sip starts it off. Then Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. He will be a part of the fray at 1045-ish. We'll look at a handful of games that you can bet on at Circus Sports. As of two minutes ago? That's right. They are live? I think so. Uh, I have the app, but I have the Nevada app. Oh, you got it already, right? From when we were out there. So uh, looking on the app store, trying to find it. Didn't pop up right away, but have to do a little bit more digging. But yeah, the hope was that they would be live right at 10 o'clock here this morning. And we will check on that periodically because I want to be first in getting those lines on Sunday (laughs) early afternoon for college football. Uh, so we'll talk to Lee Sterling, 1045 Paramount Sports. Bill Bender uh, on college football at 11.05. We'll take a look at some of the bigger games. Uh, look, recap last weekend with Bill, a couple of games anyways, and look ahead to the slate. Uh, none bigger than Penn State and Iowa, obviously, uh, where James Franklin is 0-7 against top 10 teams at really? Penn State. I wow. just saw that on Twitter. Didn't realize that. You know, the other thing on Twitter I didn't realize, well, let me do this first. And then John Bowenkamp, who's in Indianapolis at Big Ten Basketball Media Day will join us. He's also a huge Dodger fan, so we'll do some uh, baseball, but a lot on Hawkeye football and Hawkeye basketball as John is there listening to what the uh, coaches and assembled players have to say that made their way to Indianapolis for Basketball Media Day. I did not realize this little nugget, that the Dodgers and the Giants in their storied history are meeting for the first time in postseason. Hmm. That doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't. I heard that last night, too. It didn't seem right. It, I didn't hear it last night. I don't know how I missed it, but I didn't. I saw it on Twitter for uh, this morning. And it just, really? How could that be? Well, the years that the Giants were good. I guess. The Dodgers weren't. Yeah. Remember, it was also set up where you didn't play divisional teams true. in the divisional round. Right. Yep. And, of course, there wasn't a CS. Much more truncated playoffs. So because of that, you kind of dig a little deeper, and yeah, it makes a little sense. You're James Franklin, number two. Yes. That's not all time, though. Has he just lost his last 10? He's 0-9, apparently. 0-7 at Penn State. Well, because at Penn State, they beat Ohio State in that block kick game. Were they both top 10? Yeah, Ohio State was ranked second. This is from the Bear. James Franklin's well, the team. the Bear's wrong. 0-9, 0-7, and, and true road games. Ah! True road games versus top 10. That's the nugget. There it is. So the Iowa game falls in that category of being on the road. How many teams have good records in that spot, though? Yeah. Short of Nick Saban. Yeah. Oh, you're going on the road for a top 10 team? Mm-hmm. It's not but like somebody has a sterling. you one-off. You'd think so. 
But and it won't be this weekend. No, not wow, this weekend. Look at you. I'm pretty confident about that. I think it's be a hell of a game. It's yeah. low scoring. I think so. Yeah, me too. I think this is destined for 2017. I was going to say 17, 14. Yeah, maybe something goofy. 15, 12. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. You know, just now we love six four, right? We Absolutely. love six four. I loved the game last night, Trent. That was uh, and Brian Anderson pointed it out. It's a uniform game. Dodgers Cardinals. Yeah. Those two unis. Um, he's really good. Yes, the play by play guy we're referring to, Brian Anderson. Ron Darling was good too, but mm-hmm. Brian Anderson is a pro's pro. Uh, he's terrific. Joe West. You know what? Takes a lot of arrows. He's uh, wants to put himself in the middle of the game. Um, he's he's an umpire, but you know what? You got to give me respect, don't you, for yeah. for staying fifty four hundred plus games. I mean, has he has he has he pissed you off? Of course he has. Right. Um, he's an umpire, mm-hmm. but man, oh man, that is a long, long career. And you know what? Last night in in what I think is his final game, he's made it sound like it is. Unless he gets the World Series call, and we have no idea if that'll happen. Right. He was pretty good last night. He was. That's That was one of my takeaways, too. Especially late in the game when they went to see, who was it that ran over second base and didn't hit it on the way uh, back? Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. And called him safe. Right. Because you couldn't tell. And You couldn't tell. See him kind of, in fact, him leaving, he's got the headset on, talking to the guys mm-hmm. in New York with the replay officials there. And just, was uh, it Bader? I don't remember. But him just kind of barreling out of there, like, yep. doesn't move around real well anymore. No, he doesn't. He's an old dude. He's a big guy. <laughs> Waddles. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's probably time to hang it up. And you're mm-hmm. right. Joe West, not a beloved figure. No. I think from any baseball fan, no. but respect at the very, very least. Very well said. You know, we're losing a lot of old-time umpires. Mm-hmm. You know, this, like it or not, these guys are part of the game. I don't know if, um, you know, going forward, if some of these 30-somethings, 40-somethings will attain the status where they're household names for baseball fans um, or sports fans like some of the others. I hated the way Tim McClellan's career ended, right. you know, by t- being taken off the field uh, due to back problem. I, I, d- I didn't like that. Um, and I feel bad bad for Tim. He didn't want the spotlight, though. He was just mm-hmm. was fine. Uh, that's the type of guy he is. Um, so anyways, Joe West hangs it up. But the game itself, Trent, did you not think, like I'm sure all of America thought, Oh my God! Here's pool holes. Sure. Here's the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. Here's a one-one baseball game. What a way to end it! <laughs> right, exactly. And he makes contact, and obviously not enough contact. But uh, I can't say say about Taylor uh, or Turner early in the game, as mm-hmm. both of those guys were not cheated. The decision to go to Reyes there, and he's been he's bit them in the butt the entire season. Well, not the entire because the first. Two, three months, he was really good. Well, late, late but in the yeah, year. Right. July on, mm-hmm. it's been a struggle. And as he was trotting out there, just had that sinking feeling uh-huh. that it was going to happen. And then Bellinger steals second. Mm-hmm. And Yachty can't get a hold of the ball. After walking, yeah. I mean, that that's the part, too. It's just a game of inches. It's a game of millimeters. Yeah. Yachty just gets a clean throw to second base. Mm-hmm. How different that at bat can be. Could of course, been. the solo home run obviously still beats sure. him, but... Does Reyes hang one there? Runner at second. It just you go through all these, and that's what makes it's a huge part of playoff baseball is the second guessing. I, I've told you the story. Well, I'm going to second guess TBS in a second, but go ahead. Is I get this a lot from people that aren't diehard baseball fans like you and I. How do you talk baseball on the radio? Watch it. It's the easiest sport to talk about because every decision you can second guess. Let's be frank. We don't know the intricacies of football at the same level. Can you really explain as much football as you watch? Do you know what coverage they're in every single time? Do you know if I maybe the answers? Maybe there's so many people that still right. think Iowa plays cover two. They haven't played cover two 
in 22 years. Mm-hmm. It's a quarters cover for coverage. And these are people that watch Iowa football game in and right. game out. You just don't have that same level. But baseball, you can second guess everything. Because yeah. ultimately coaches in football, I think, know a whole lot more than we even know. Mm-hmm. You know, have one of those conversations. You talk about Peyton and Eli, and when they start to really go deep, oh. and then your eyes roll back in your head because, what the hell did he just <laughs> right, say? Because right. I didn't understand one iota of what was just said. <laughs> That's football. Baseball's different. You pitch to a guy here. Yeah. Or you pitch around him. Right. Those are the small little things that you can second guess. It makes great ball. You're right. You got to watch a game. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to see it because second guessing it is as easy as any sport here on Sports Talk Radio. I, I, I think it's fair. Now, I'm going to second guess TBS. Why did they not give us the K zone last night? Oh, I, I loved it. You did. Get rid of that garbage. Do, do you think that. Um, because th- people like you freak out about it and it's not the <laughs> actual strike zone. Well, is, do, do you think that's why I think Joe West had a better game? Oh, that could be too. <laughs> right. You know, we're used to it, though, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm used to watching the K-Zone and bitching about the K-Zone. Yes, you do. And if it, if, it, if it hits that box, the entire ball doesn't have to go through. Just hit the box and bring them up. Maybe that's why I thought Joe West had a good night last night. Um, by the way, uh, Trey Turner really, I mean, he swung at ball four. Yeah. He's on that double play ball. Mm-hmm. He swung at ball four. And he's, I mean, he's a hell of a player. Sosa, uh, wearing his, uh, or Soda rather, wearing his jersey, his Nationals jersey at the game. I'm thinking, what the hell are you at the baseball game wearing your jersey? I didn't realize it was Turner's yeah. at the time. But, um, you have the K zone, use it. We're used to it. Nah, I don't, I, I was fine with it. I'm, I'm not the same level because there are so many times, and I've told you this. Balls that with the K zone as you're watching a game, oh, that's exactly right. And then you see somebody that has the more intricate MLB one that really shows the depth. Yes, everything right. else. And yeah. well, that was actually three inches outside. Mm-hmm. But the K zone that you see on TV said it was a strike, and you freak out about it. And then I'll show you this is actually what it was when you go deeper into the kind of analytical viewing of it. Oh, that was a ball. They well, had it, right. you know, they they pop it on after the pitch yeah. after the play. If it's was close, made, if it, if it yeah. needs to be. You got the technology. We're used to the technology. We've watched baseball with the K zone for how many years? Five, six, seven, eight, whatever it's been. Takes your blood pressure down. That's a good thing. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Yeah. So you don't get as angry. Yeah, maybe true. As you're watching. Maybe true. You know what? I uh, I found myself at, at various points of this baseball game. I want the Cardinals to win. Then I got to think as the game went on, I thought the Cardinals were going to find a way to pull this out. The mm-hmm. later it went into the baseball game, yep. I thought the Dodgers are going to get tight here. But you know what? Don't we as baseball fans aren't haven't we now been rewarded with Giants Dodgers? Yeah. I mean, 106 and 107 wins, mm-hmm. isn't that what we want? You know, selfishly because of the local angle, yeah, yeah. the Cardinals being there is good. You know, we get to bring in Brian Walton, we get to talk about the series a little bit more. Those are good things. It was the same thing with Red Sox and Yankees two nights ago. Where the Yankees are just easier to talk about mm-hmm. because there's more national appeal. We've looked at the numbers and how many Yankee fans there are in the market compared to even Red Sox fans. It's not even close. It's the Yankees. The Yankees are, what was it? We saw this summer, the third most popular team in the state. It was way higher than I would have thought. It was the Cubs. Yeah. And then depending on what part of the state, right. kind of the others. But the Yankees are right there in every single mm-hmm. county across our mm-hmm. 99 counties in the state. The Yankees were there seemingly in every single one of them. So it's easier to talk about. Same thing here, Cardinals, but. You're right. And when I heard that, that this was the first time that they'd face in the playoffs. I was I'm surprised. That that amped it up to another level. Yeah. As baseball fans, this is what we get. Mm-hmm. And late night baseball with these two teams, oh. as great as they've been, you got the behemoth against the plucky little underdog and the Giants. 
It's and how can you how can you pick against the Giants after what they've done? It's and I think the Dodgers will win, but I thought the Dodgers would win all year long. Mm-hmm. And there's the Giants uh, hanging in there. It's remarkable what they've done. It really and truly is. I think this is going to be outstanding. Really, I think this is going to be great. This series. Look, we uh, it starts today. It's afternoon. We get the White Sox and the uh, Astros. Uh, the managers in that game, Dusty Baker and Tony Larusa, two uh, guys that are long in the tooth, but two guys that have seen essentially everything in their career. That's going to be fun to watch these guys go at it. Uh, and then you know tonight, Trent, I'm probably. I'm probably leaning NFL because I like this Rams Seahawks mm-hmm. battle, NF, uh, NFC West. The if, Rays and the Red Sox to me, I don't like either of the teams because they, you know, my Jays are in that division. Sure. So I think I'll probably spend more time on the football than I will on the um, Rays Sox. What about you? It's because of the matchup because it's Rams Seahawks that. I think adds an element right. to if it. Right, if this was Cincinnati-Jacksonville sure. like last easy. week, that's an easy call, right? What about some of the other matchups? If it was Saints-Washington, they play this weekend. If that was the Thursday yeah, night I'm game, baseball. I'd be a baseball. And there's a lot of animosity between Tampa and Boston. They've had plenty throughout mm-hmm. the years of fisticuffs and going back and forth. So, going to be amped up and Tampa finally going to get a sellout? Well, I hope. So, you're throwing out the first pitch? Uh-uh. Long-time season ticket holder for the Tampa Dick Vitale? Tampa Dick Vitale. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bill's been very patient. Bill, uh, let's get you in here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for holding on, Bill. How are you? Great. Uh, good to talk to you, Kenny and Trent. Hey, uh, are you guys forgetting 1951, the Bobby Thompson home run? They tied for the pennant. Giants and Dodgers, two out of three game playoff. And Bobby Thompson hit that famous home run. No, remember? Well, now, I think that I think what they're talking is, Do- is San Fran, L.A. Right. Well, it was Brooklyn Dodgers. No, listen, I, I totally understand, absolutely. But I, what they mean is is L.A. San Fran. Well, okay, all right, I'll give you that. Yeah. Pretty famous one, though. No, that absolutely is. Bill, who do you like in the series? Well, you can't bet against the former champions and, and with Scherzer. You know, yeah. I mean, they're just too tough. they got too many weapons. Yeah. I mean, Been saying on. it all year, I mean, though, who, Bill. Been saying it all year. Yeah. And there's the Giants. It's uh, unreal. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. Um, What's the series price? Haven't looked. Giants are favored. Giants are favored. Dodgers are favored. How significantly? I'll say minus 140. I was even going higher than that. I was thinking minus 170 plus 140, something like that for the Giants side. So let's bring it up here. And get series prices for this. Kenny White says that home field is the, that baseball is the sport that the home field advantage matters the least. Matters the least in MLBRA. So we got the games. Yeah, there. you know what? I'm starting to think that you'll probably be right. I should have gone a tad higher, maybe a buck sixty. All right, we got. But World I'm, I'm on record for a buck forty. I'll stick with it. Playoff series props. Here we go. Series winner: Giants Dodgers. Hey, look at that. Dodgers minus one seventy. Mm-hmm. The Giants are plus one forty five. Other one in the National League. Brewers, Braves. Brewers are favored minus 130. Minus 140 plus 120 on the Bravos. To the game we'll see tonight, Rays, Red Sox. Tampa's favored. But not as much as you'd think because it's the Red Sox. You're wrong. Really? The biggest favorite of the opening round is the Rays. Minus 185. 
and get the Red Sox at plus 155. Mm. And uh, finally, the afternoon game today, White Sox against the Astros. Where the Astros are favored. They are. Minus 140. 30. Minus 130, you can get the White Sox at plus money at plus 110. So mm. that's what you have here with the series prices. Of course, looking forward, we've talked about the World Series odds that are out there. You can do World Series matchups, which are always fun. Uh, Dodgers still the favorite, plus 240. Astros at 5-1. to one. Rays at 13-2. to two. White Sox at 15-2, to two, along with the Giants, also that same number. You get the Brewers at 8-1. to one. Red Sox plus 950. And the Braves 11 mm. 1. You have a future on the Brewers? Brewers, yeah, but not at 8th 1. I got them at 7.5 to 1. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's, it's nuts. That you get them at a better price now than uh-huh. betting during the season. Well, I, I, I hit, I don't remember. Oh, I know what it was. I got my, I, my Brewers win the division and Brewers total settled, so I thought I'd reinvest it on them. Uh-huh. And at the time when I did, they were 7.5 to 1. Be nice if Devin didn't punch a wall in you celebration. It's just ridiculous, right? Because he's a big part of that bullpen. Yes, well, he, he was. He's not going to play, right? Um, Broken hand. Christian Yelich. What is, is, is does this? I mean, when's he going to be Christian Yelich again? Next year, man. It's just a health thing, isn't it? He just coming back from the injury. Trent, this guy was close. wasn't he the best he was, player in yeah. the in the National League for sure? Yeah. I mean, and Trout's always Trout. Mm-hmm. But Christian Yelich... And Mookie was in the other league. Sure. Boy, he may play the first inning last night. Did you see that catch up against the wall? My God. He's awesome. He really is. Big old gold chain. He's just just such a good guy, too. At least what we know about him. Yeah. Easy to root for, Mm -hmm. even if he's with the Dodgers, who have become... They've taken the... What do they call... The, the Star Wars reference to the Yankees. Oh, the uh, yeah. a couple yeah. of non Star Wars yeah. guys here, um, as I think everybody can oh tell. Oh my God, the not the Death Star. No, that's not it. The Evil Empire. Thank you. Jeez, the I Dodgers. Never, I never the, watched a minute of a Star Wars flick. Not one. I watched it when I was little. No, I didn't. And then I grew up. Yeah, not one. <laughs> that stopped. I don't know. Nineteen eighty-seven. That's about yeah. it for me. The Dodgers are that, though, right? They are the evil empire. No, Houston is. Ah, different different uh, circumstances for them. They're yeah. easy to root against, mm-hmm. easy to hate. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers, eh, you know, we're having some injuries. Oh, we'll not only go and yeah, get really. the guy that has the most hits in baseball, we'll also get Max Scherzer, who might win. By the win way, wasn't great last night. And Garrett was Cole wasn't great last night, or two nights ago. Getting pulled. Yeah, I saw that when he came into the dugout. I wanted to have a conversation with Skip. Uh, <laughs> He's such a psychopath. The, no, I, I turned him. the game off. Did you see when he apparently he was drunk? He didn't make it to the end. No, the end. Oh. I didn't make it to the post game. Oh, I catch you. I, no, are you kidding me? Of course well, I watched it to the end. I know you like your. Everything needs to be kind of in order there. I was late last night. It was. I was wondering about you. In fact, I about texted you. It was when Pujols was coming to the plate. It just seemed like, oh boy, here we go. Here it is. The game's in L.A., Hollywood. This is exactly the script that's been written. He's going to do it to his old team. Look, in the end, I, it's not that I was rooting against you Cardinal fans, but you know what? As a baseball fan, sure. bring on the Dodgers and the Giants. Then we don't have to hear about it. It's not fair, the playoffs, because the Dodger fans would have been bitching and moaning. And mm-hmm. you know what? If I was one of them, I might have been too, because to win 106 games for the first time in the history of the game, it'll never happen again, I don't think, no. that a team wins that many games and doesn't win their respective division and has to play in an elimination uh, one game, win or go home. I love the format, Trent. I'll well, be it honest. won't because the We're format expanding. changes. Yeah, we As go to said seven teams in each league. Mm-hmm. The best record in baseball or each league will get a bye. Yep. The other teams then will play in a three-game series 
which is really cool. And then the one seed gets to choose of the teams that advance who they want to face. Which I love I do too. so much. I do too. I think this needs to happen more in all sports. In sports? The NFL, you're the one seed. Not only do you get the bye, mm-hmm. whoever comes out of wild card so weekend. So if the six you seed get... advances uh, or the seven seed, you can choose them, or you're going to get or, them anyways. Or you can take uh, a, a division winner like who won the NFC NFC East winner, the wins, mm-hmm. uh, the the football team right. wins eight football games. We'll take them. Or Seattle a few years ago, although they won the first round. They did. When they, Marshawn. What did they win? Seven games? Seven to nine. You know, speaking of Marshawn Lynch, here's a guy. There's, there's, a few, there's a few athletes that you watch their career and you watch their, you know, interaction with the media and the, the fans and their team. And then once the career is over, all of a sudden they become Mega stars, mm-hmm. not for what they did on the field. Obviously, opened those doors for them. But a guy like Chris Weber, who's you know, I mean, you didn't see him get taking the role that he did. But Marshawn Lynch, pitch man, right? right? He now he's doing those Uber Eats commercials, uh-huh. and I don't have to tell you what I'm having. I think that's, per- I mean, he's great. Now he's got a, uh, he's a part of the uh, NFL Players Association now. Oh, is he? On a I, mental health thing, I, I think that came out earlier in the week. But I mean, you can go through sports and you can find some of these guys that you don't. You look at them differently when they're playing, and then to see their personality come out and after the playing days, just different cats. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Right. That was a whole Super Bowl mm-hmm. press conference mm-hmm. as he just kept repeating the line over and over and over again. Introverted, a guy that. Is huge in his community too. He, what oh, he does in sure. Oakland, no doubt, is monstrous. Mm-hmm. And giving back and giving back to Cal and the things that he did. I still love that video of him driving the, like the, the golf the cart. cart. Yes, just, unbelievable. He is a character. Yep. But you didn't see it in those kind of circumstances. No. And you know, I saw just a little bit, and there was a full article about it about Marshawn talking about you know mental health awareness and, and how important it was mm-hmm. and some of the things that he battled with. And we don't get that at the surface level. And we're learning more and more. And when a guy struggles in front of the press, when you hear an interview with him, you say, boy, something's, he just doesn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now it's just not attacking him right away, understanding there's probably a lot more to it. Yeah, fair just, point. I don't want to talk to the media. Yep, fair point. Um, the, 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 the tennis player. Yeah, right. Yeah, she, she didn't want any part of it. Osaka. Yeah, it took a lot of uh, took a lot of criticism for it, but each their own, anyways. All right, Stephen M. Simple coming up on Nebraska, Michigan. You have any opinion on that game? I love the Cornhuskers. You do? I do. Michigan can't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's defense, as I uh, thought legit. it was going to be, has yep. been very good. They are. They and are very good. Huskers have only not covered once. That was game one against Illinois. How did Illinois beat that team? AJ Martinez couldn't it was in hit August. water if he's standing on a boat. It was in August. Maybe. Goofy game. And you play that game again? You uh, play it this weekend? First of all, Nebraska was what favored by 10, 11, I think. I think it was I 11, yeah. They're favored by 17 now? Yeah, probably. Like maybe upwards of 20 hmm. after what we saw last week. They're a lot better football team. They are. And they deserve credit for digging out of that hole because it felt like it was over. Well, the Scott Frost era was over. It, it seemed like it. And then, you know, of all things, they went to Oklahoma. And they played them well, mm-hmm. and it was a good football game. Uh, and then they opened up a can against Northwestern. But again, this is a bad, bad Northwestern team. Look, I want them to get the six. I like talking to Sip around Christmas time when they're going to a bowl game. Be relevant again. Have a pulse. Look, regardless if they do or they don't, 
Um, Nebraska I was usually close. Mm-hmm. But I want some stakes on the line in this one. You know, Hawks with the chance to get to Indiana. And then, you know what? That's not going to come down to that. I think they're going to have that hay in the barn long before that. I really do. For an undefeated season, maybe? Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Wouldn't that if that's Five and six line? Nebraska. Five and six, five and six versus a perfecto. Ooh. 1025, simple next. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, before we run out of our number one. By the way, have we started our... Um, well, we will. We'll tell you about that on the other side. We've got tickets to give away uh, to the Purdue game next week on our Twitter feed. It's not there yet, so um, we'll let you know here once we get that up. Miller and Condits, 1025, 1460 KXNO and 106.8. in Ankeny. It's time for SIP. <laughs> Stephen M. Sipple from the Lincoln Journal Star talks with myself and Ken on Nebraska football. I mean, I have a radio show. We have callers. I pay attention to my Twitter notifications and all that. There's definitely some frustration. We talk Corn Huskers, and you never know what else is going to come up. With 30 years on the Nebraska beat, here's Stephen M. Sipple. As long as they're paying me to talk, I'm just going to keep doing it. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Feeling pretty proud of myself, Trent Condon, during the commercial break. Yes, yeah. technology challenge, 62-year-old. What'd you do? Downloaded the Circa app on oh. my phone. Apple, what do you call it, the App Store? Yes. Boom. Set. Good to go. Let's... Yeah, I looked in the Play Store for Google. I don't know what that means. And I didn't see it there. <laughs> okay. But if you go to CircusSports.com right. yep. and go on the Iowa section, that's where you can find that's it. That's what so I did. That is the easiest direction. Just get on your browser, CircusSports.com slash Iowa dash app. It'll pop up right there. Download it from there. And away you go with Circa. Indeed. Away we go to Nebraska, to Lincoln, where Nebraska and Michigan are set to collide in what feels like a pretty big game for both schools. Sip, Trent, and Ken, as always, thank you for coming on. Is Nebraska ever going to get sports wagering, Sip? Doesn't it feel like you're living in the dark ages without it? <laughs> well, you hit me with a, a little curveball there. Um, I don't, I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm per- okay. Now, don't, don't attack me on this, but I'm pretty middle of the road on that issue. Yeah. I I don't get too wound up either way. Um, I don't feel like, no, I don't feel like we're you know, we're sinking into the abyss because we don't have it. Uh, and the folks so at Council I, Bluffs appreciate that you don't because the the bridge from uh, the bridge from Omaha into the uh, into Iowa, um, the traffic I assume just people getting into the state of Iowa, so their geofencing will work and allow them to make a bet. A lot of Nebraskans, I'm assuming, make that trek. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the guys I know don't have any trouble wagering. Right. We're just not getting any benefit of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sip, let's get to the here and now. Actually, uh, not the here and now. Let's go back a week. Where yeah. it looked as though, I mean, is that a, was was maybe the biggest takeaway from the fan base was, wow, this is how it's supposed to look as they completely dismantled Northwestern. Was that maybe one of the takes after watching what happened uh, with that fifty-six to seven route? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's a little more complicated than that because, well, I like talking to you guys because you follow it so close. So you understand it's been sort of. It's not like it that performance totally came out of nowhere, right? Right. No. I mean, they, you guys, talk, we've talked, and you guys watched the games. They they played well against Oklahoma in a lot of ways, and then they played, they should have beaten Michigan State. Um, 
shoulda, coulda, woulda. It doesn't really matter, right? But they did, you know, then they, they did put the hammer down on Northwestern. And, yeah, it was somewhat – I think it was somewhat cathartic. People here are really smart, though. I mean, they the fan base is really intelligent, as most college football fan bases are in Power 5 situation. They uh, recognize it wasn't – Northwestern's really down, really down. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yep. And they took advantage. I was able to listen yeah. to the radio call. I was driving back uh, home, so I heard Greg Sharp on the call him and what uh-huh. Matt Davidson on the radio call. They're having fun. I mean, they they were laughing, they were smiling. It was just it was one of those games. Obviously, it's Northwestern. It's not beating Ohio State. It's not beating Penn State. It's nothing like that. But felt like some maybe some demons were exercised too. Just winning in that kind of fashion, where it can be smiles all around for everybody in the stands. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely that. It was fun. I mean, I this is just my take. It's not like I hear people saying this all the time. But Nebraska football this year isn't. Like, the first word I don't think of is fun. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's one of those heavy years where every year's a referendum on the coaching staff, Scott Frost in particular, and then there's a town hall meeting, it feels like. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's going back and forth. And, yeah, I mean, it's just not. But but that was fun for Nebraska fans. They, it was a night game, and um, I'm sure at Kinnick it's the same thing. It's different. Um, and, and then they have a light show now. There's this, this crazy light show they do um, between the third and fourth quarters that I miss. So don't ask me a bunch of questions. I was writing, and yeah, it's like guys are like, "Simply, you're in the press box. You missed the light show. That's very typical of you." The um, I I saw that the lights went down, and my first thought was, "Oh God, are we covering like a power outage here?" But then when the lights kind of came back on, I just resumed writing, and I guess there was a big show that accompanied the deal. But the so yeah, it was fun uh, for the fan base, and everybody's really jacked up this week. I mean, yeah, for Michigan, for Michigan, and you guys can set the stage for that. Uh, absolutely, one more on the one more on Northwestern because I saw a kid sip that I hadn't seen before, and that's the running back Yant, who's a load for crying out loud. I wish he would have scored on that long one; he would have got that payoff, would have got that reward because that was a hell of a run. What's his story, Sip, and uh, what's his spot on the depth chart now after that game uh, against the Cats? Well, it's an interesting story. He's a walk-on. He was lightly recruited because of great issues out of Tallahassee, Florida. Um, Nebraska found a spot for him, and he was sort of a spring sensation. He had a big spring. But then what happened was this. He reported, inexplicably, he reported to fall camp 30 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. And now you saw him. He's a big guy. So 30 pounds overweight, probably 6'2", 270 or 260. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. No. I mean, it's not. It's not. That's not appropriate. So that's uh, not appropriate for the position. Um, so um, he, they told him, look, you're not playing 30 pounds overweight. You're not playing until you lose the weight that we require. So we hadn't seen him. It was kind of, you know, it was one of those things where, wow, this guy was a sensation in the spring, looked good in the spring game. And so why isn't he not playing? And we didn't really find out until Frost talked about it in the post game after Northwestern. So that's the story on Yan. Now I don't know going forward. I'm I'm kinda like Frost who said after the game, hey, it's just one game. Let's let's not mm-hmm. make it micro here just yet. So I'm I'm kind of in that. Um but if he can get four or five yards of pop against Michigan then I'll you know, maybe we have something there. 
let's get into this Michigan matchup a little deeper, Sip. As you look at them, Michigan running the ball incredibly well. They demolished Wisconsin, jumped out early, and really didn't let the Badgers do much of anything here. It's a team that many people wondered. Was Harbaugh going to be able to kind of pull them out of the mediocrity? All signs point to yes right now. What do you see when you look at this Wolverines team? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think now, Trent, all due respect, I was going to say I really appreciate how you guys follow Nebraska because you're not and, – and I like you listening to that broadcast tells me a lot, which I – and, I, and that's why I like coming on with you guys. Now, as far as Michigan goes, I don't know, Trent, if all signs point to them being back. Their schedule gets way tougher going yes. forward, really starting with Saturday. But they play at Penn State, at Michigan State. Um, they, of course, they still have the Buckeyes waiting for them. They're tough for sure, and their special teams is what gets my attention. It really does, especially in the context of Nebraska's struggles. Um, Corum is averaging 30 one yards per kickoff uh, return. They got a kid named A.J. Henning, I think his name, that's averaging 15-plus on punt returns. Solid punter, averaging 43.6 yards, reliable kicker. That all that all makes it sort of difficult to pick Nebraska in a close game. Um, that would be the one area I'd watch. If you look at the special team stats, all the relevant stats, it's a huge I mean, Michigan's got a gigantic advantage. So that's a concern for sure if you're Nebraska, given their struggles. But, I mean, listen, I mean, Nebraska's got a quarterback who's playing at a high level. And the the black shirts are for real. I mean, Mm -hmm. Nebraska, I hope Iowa fans understand, Nebraska's defense is legit. Mm -hmm. It's good. I mean, they held Michigan State to no first downs in the second half, and, and Northwestern got 36 yards on 27 carries. Um, and Nebraska controlled that game largely because their defense. Uh, Sip, I do want to save a minute to, because I know you watched at least some of the Iowa Maryland game. I saw I you tweet. Yeah. I watched it all. I watched it all. Good. So I'm anxious to get your opinion. I saw what your opinion was on Twitter, but I want you to share a couple of it. What I what, who I want to bring up with this Michigan team, and I've been harping on this kid all year long because he's a top ten pick in the NFL draft, maybe top five. And I know everybody loves Thibodeau uh, with with Oregon, but this Aiden Hutchinson is a problem. He can wreck some offenses and he can really disrupt and I know you've seen him 97 I hope they have a plan for Mr. Hutchinson because he's a hell of a player yeah they better have a plan I think the plan will involve some options yeah the more option which you guys saw you know a legit triple option or for sure down the line kind of traditional option which you're seeing more and more from Nebraska I think that's one way to neutralize them RPOs I mean you got to do you got to do a lot plant your protection um, whatever you got to do. It's tough, though, because on the other side, they got Dave Ojebo, yeah. um, who's 6'5 and 250 and 3.5 staff. It's not just, yeah, Hutchinson's the man. I mean, he's a, probably the best defender in the league, but Ojebo makes it tough. They got Daxton Hill. They got a very uh, good linebacker. It's a great, hey, Trent, you're right. I mean, that's a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it'll, and Hutchinson lead, yeah, Hutchinson leads the way. I think he's a special player. He reminds me of Wistrom, um, long mm, and yeah. athletic, uh, big. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what Wistrom played at exactly. I think Hutchinson's six six two sixty five. Grant wasn't quite that big, but they they remind their athleticism. It, they remind me of each other. This is the biggest home game for Nebraska since when, Sip? Ooh. 
don't do this. I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> biggest, <laughs> biggest home game in forever. I'll say that. I think like biggest it. home game since biggest home game since Miami in 2014. That's okay. where I would go. Yeah. Wow. Miami came to town uh, in Cleaney's last year early. You know, obviously non conference game. And man, that was. Uh, I don't. Kenny might remember. You, Trent, you might remember that is as loud as I've ever heard the stadium. I mean, in the one. You there? Sip. I think we lost him. Well, uh, we're, we're almost out of time yeah. anyway. So, Stephen M., thank you. Stephen M., Sipple Lincoln, Journal Star. Never got his report card, but uh, he was tweeting about the game. He was very impressed by those Hawks. We will take a timeout. Uh, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, joins us next. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO. And one of the. Now, back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Lee Sterling in about 30 seconds. Want to remind everybody, go to the Miller and Condon Twitter account, Miller and Condon, at Miller and Condon. If you would like to win a pair of tickets to see Iowa and Purdue, the game is sold out. Uh, Dr. Fuller at Fuller Dental uh, has given us, uh, well, he's given us tickets to all of the games this year. Here's the contest. Same as last week, different game. Total yards combined Iowa and Penn State closest without going over. You have to use the hashtag at Fuller Dental to be eligible. And if uh, whoever gets the first number, if there's a tie like there was last week, two people had 699 yards in the Maryland-Iowa game. Uh, and the it was um, Dan Welter. Uh, he got it first, mm-hmm. so therefore he got it. So you have to kind of pay attention. If you've got a number of combined yards, you want to make sure your number in your head has not been taken because if, the, if it is, the person that took it first will get the tickets should that be the winning score number. Uh, Fuller... Dental must have that hashtag in order to win. Go to the Miller and Condon Twitter account. Here's Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Lee, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. How are you? I'm good, but uh, <laughs> the excitement there must oh. be incredible. I mean, this is this if if this game kind of game was going on in Miami, I'd be getting hit up left and right <laughs> by people. Do you have tickets? Do you know where I can get tickets? I mean, it's tough to even work because the yeah. tailgate, the game. What's the what's the starting time on the game? Three o'clock central. The tailgates. When do they open up the the, the lots? Uh, University lots at nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, wow. You can get into. One's just off of campus, so a little bit earlier. We're just off right. of campus, out, out of the university lot, so I like that too. Yeah, I've been there. One of the great uh, tailgate uh, cities and colleges there is in the country. And indeed, it is. Well, let's get into the games, yep. Lee, and let's kick things off here. We're going to get to that Iowa Penn State game. Get your thoughts from a betting perspective. Let's start though with the game we were just talking about with Stephen M. Sipple, beat writer for the Lincoln Journal Star, as Nebraska welcomes in Michigan three and a half. The number Wolverines can run it. They got a defense, but Nebraska—that's an improving football team. What do you got for us, game one? They are, and and they clearly, the Cornhuskers, played their best game in the Scott Frost era mm-hmm. last week after a couple close losses uh, to Oklahoma-Michigan State. I think that says something. I think we're seeing a team coming around. It's not like it was a fluke. I mean, they dominate. I'm watching their offense, the line, their defensive line, their linebackers. Uh, they're winning the battles, and so uh, when that happens, it makes it a lot easier on Adrian Martinez and uh Michigan, uh, you know, that was a tight game until Graham Mertz goes out of the game. They were the better team, but the score was misleading, and 
They've only run for 112 rushing yards the last two games against Rutgers and Wisconsin. What we've seen is teams like Notre Dame, the Texas A&Ms, when you start having trouble running, all of a sudden, that's when you usually take a loss. Wrong team favored. Mm. Nebraska outright 27-24. Mm, interesting. Let's stay yep. in the Big Ten. Sparty's off to a terrific start. They're a five-and-a-half-point uh, favorite over the improving squad at Rutgers. Yeah, except for last week. Rutgers, those three turnovers, and Ohio State's speed just did them in. So Michigan State much improved, but still look at the numbers. 104th in total defense. Rutgers, believe it or not, is way ahead of them at number 37. I think also uh, Rutgers matches up well on special teams. And how about this? Rutgers, the fewest penalties in college football. I think Rutgers is looking for revenge for last year's 38-27 home loss when they had seven turnovers. Not one through six, seven turnovers. Mm. They get it done. Another upset here. Rutgers 26-24. Michigan team's going down. Back-to-back doggies in that one. Let's go to the Red River shootout. It's Oklahoma favored by three and a half against the Longhorns from Texas. A couple of uh, great Heisman potential players here. Bijan Robinson, Spencer Rattler, who improved last week against K-State. Three and a half the number, Lee. Yeah, and and uh, Oklahoma's starting to come around, uh, and, and they Texas might have had the best two players in the game the last couple of years in Sam Erlinger, and that they still were not able to win. Bijan Robinson, I believe, is the best player on the field in this game, mm-hmm. but sometimes the best player and the best unit, and I think Texas has the best offense. It's the weakest unit that gets exposed. So OU's defense tough in the red zone. Their offense starting to come around. I think it's the Texas defense that gets exposed here. OU this year has won by three, five, six, and seven points. Why not uh, the one, the only point we're leaving out there is four points. Let's call for a four-point win. (laughs) Oklahoma, these games are always close. The right team's favored, 34-30. Well, let's go to Kinnick Stadium where the Hawks will take on the Nittany Lions. Battle of unbeatens. Uh, Last time uh, Penn State lost was at the hands of the Hawkeyes last year. Uh, Iowa is a two-point favorite in maybe the game of the week in college football. Your thoughts, Lee? Maybe the game of the year. (laughs) I mean, this game, I mean, so much on the line. We may not see until maybe, you know, the semifinals or the finals. You know, two teams that uh, you know are this good, especially on defense. I mean, you got the number two defense in the country here in Iowa, allowing just eleven point six points per game. Penn State, almost exactly the same, allowing twelve points per game. Number three in the nation. So, Iowa's going to have to hit, I think, on some big plays. I don't think you're going to see these teams pull off twelve, fourteen, fifteen play drives here. I think it's going to be maybe a running back or receiver catching a ball breaking a tackle, going 40, 50 yards that could determine this game. And I think if that happens, better chance uh, of Penn State getting the win here. Dotson, the receiver, 35 catches, eight touchdowns. Parker Robinson, 25 catches, almost 14 yards per reception. And Keandre Lambert-Smith, 13 catches, over 17 yards of reception. Whereas the Hawkeyes, two top receivers, tight end Sam Laporta, 12 yards of reception, Running back Tyler Goodson, 12 yards of reception. I'm going with a more explosive team here. I'm calling for the upset. Sorry to say it. Penn State 24-20. Boo. That's all right, Lee. That's all right. We'll look at it from a different angle. Hey, if, I, if I miss one game, uh, trust me, yeah. I, won't feel, I won't feel bad if this is the one game. Let's finish it up with some NFL talk. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. It's Kansas City, Buffalo, in KC Sunday night football. And another great one for well, Sunday night. Kansas City laying two and a half, just under a field goal with the Chiefs. 
Here, here's what I'm hearing. Uh, it's, you're not seeing it reported on social media, but you're a bunch of Buffalo players uh, uh, talking behind the scenes, saying if they had four or five minutes uh, extra in the playoff game last year, they get the win. So I think Kansas City's tired of hearing it. And as good as Buffalo's been, there's a player who may not play in the game, Jordan Poyer. Everyone will talk about the quarterbacks. He is the quarterback of the defense. Their two safeties are spectacular. I think they're the best two in the NFL. What they do is Buffalo, unlike some other teams, they funnel everything from the outside in. They want their safeties, which are great in pass defense, great tacklers, uh, great in pursuit. They want them uh, to be on as many plays as possible. And if he's a no-go, he's a game-time decision or not 100%. I think it spells trouble for them. So, uh, hey, I think – Josh Allen's going to let it all go. I think he'll run more in this game. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, they're starting to figure it out here. In a shootout, Kansas City 37-30. Yeah, Tredavious White's questionable as well. So two huge pieces in that secondary. Lee, your game of the week this week is Green Bay and Cincinnati. Green Bay is a field goal favorite. since he's been off since what last Thursday, Green yep. Bay of course had that uh, they blew out the uh, uh, the Steelers. Who's not the same team? But if the gang wants more information on your game of the week, Green Bay and Cincinnati, how do they reach you? Just go, just go. Call this number eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one. We'll give you this game for free. You want to find out if this game is a blowout or a trap? Eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one. And and go to the website paramountsports.com. We have a lot of free pick videos. There's some other huge games in college football where I've done a, a video on and given you my prediction in less than two, two and a half minutes. Alabama, Texas A&M, Georgia, and Auburn. Also Kentucky, LSU, and, and, and even out west, Arizona State and Stanford. So you want to see those videos, just go to ParamountSports.com. And if you want to join us, what a year it's been. It's not October. It's October. You can get four weeks. Just $297, and what a run. We've been in baseball, a four-month run. Uh, you can get the entire playoffs, just $97. It's all up and available, ParamountSports.com. Thank you, Lee. Talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Of course, now you can bet on those games. It's Circus Sports. Uh, here and I would download the app, uh, CircusSports.com, uh, for the information on that. How much more saturation of the market are we going to get how many more properties are out there that are going to try to get into iowa oh, i know one that's come and that's igt apparently okay they have i think they were the most recent to want to join the fray i'm not sure who they've teamed up with mm-hmm. i i don't know i mean do, doesn't it have to sort itself out at some point right yeah now ultimately are they going to go away i mean the technology's no, there no no the skin as we know is not expensive compared to a lot of other states. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason, too, that you see so many different properties that want to get involved in the state of Iowa because right. you get it and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg like it does. Mm-hmm. Was it Pennsylvania? And Illinois. Or, yeah, Illinois. And New York. I mean, New York. I'm, Jesus. I'm going to be up against it for a couple. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that because they're going to bet a boatload of money. Yes, they are. Uh, we've got tickets to Purdue and Iowa next week. Go to Miller and Condon's Twitter page. There you can see all of the details. Dr. Stephen Fuller making it possible. Total yards combined, Penn State and Iowa. Go to Miller and Condon. You can see the details there. Must use the hashtag Fuller.